Hello and welcome to Mr. Mar's History Podcast. Google Mr. Mar History to get more help with Nationals Higher and Advanced Higher History. Now we are going to discuss slave resistance more, looking at reasons that sometimes it was successful, whilst at other times its success was limited. Slaves would regularly fight back against their owners and captive in different ways, but the actual impact of this was very varied. The resistance the slaves were involved in took different forms. Passive resistance was non-violent, and it included being late for work, working slowly, or pretending not to understand their owners. Active resistance could include attacking owners or damaging crops. There was also the opportunity to run away, which some slaves took. The success of slave resistance was generally based on two issues. One, reducing profits for their owner, or two, better treatment for the slaves. It could also be argued that if a slave successfully ran away, this achieved a third aim of freedom although this was the least common outcome of all of the possibilities. Reduced profits was a key feature. An owner's main priority was obviously to make as much money as possible. However, by working less, running away, damaging crops or other actions, slaves would cost their owners money. As a result of this, they hoped to receive better treatment. Slaves hoped that if owners realised that better treatment would mean better work, and as a result more money, that they might treat them better. However, active resistance in particular, especially if it was violence aimed at the owners, could mean that owners may feel unsafe, and as a result of this might improve their treatment of slaves to protect themselves. In certain parts of the Caribbean, for instance, slaves outnumbered whites by a ratio of around 12 to 1, and clearly if a rebellion had started, there would have been very little an owner could ultimately have done to stop it. In the end, some owners did feel that it was safer and easier to use workers rather than slaves, suggesting a degree of success. However, overall, slave resistance was largely ineffective, for five main reasons. This was punishments, the duration of slavery, the likelihood of capture for escaped slaves, problems for slaves, and owners' profits. In terms of punishments, slaves could actively resist their owners, but they understood that this could mean punishment. In extreme cases, this could even result in them being killed, although the most common punishment of whipping was what slaves would generally suffer. The duration of slavery also suggests that slave resistance was of limited value. Although that slaves resisted their owners throughout the duration of slavery, which lasted for at least 200 years, this suggests that slaves had a limited impact because of the fact it continued for so long. The likelihood of capture is also an issue which undermines the success of slaves that tried to escape. Almost all slaves who tried to escape were returned or captured. On the Caribbean islands in particular, escape was harder as there was nowhere to go to get off the islands. Once a slave was captured, they were returned home to face extreme punishments, including branding so that if they ran away again, they could easily be returned. Another problem for slaves was that an unsuccessful rebellion could in fact result in worse treatment. Owners may wish to punish individual slaves or indeed an entire plantation to prevent them from doing so again. This could include more work or being given less food or something else. Indeed, it's understandable that often the only way slaves could successfully rebel owners was by killing themselves, as happened on the Middle Passage, but clearly this is of limited value to the slaves improving their lives. 
Owners' profits also were ultimately largely untouched by slave resistance. The fact was that the majority of slave owners were wealthy and made a lot of money. And the fact that slavery continued for so long, literally for centuries, proves this. Slaves also faced a problem in rebelling of a divide between different slaves. Some owners forced slaves to become overseers, making them in charge of slaves, and as a result they had an incentive to try and dissuade other slaves from rebelling. This division made it impossible for slaves to fully resist their owners.